sexy mother. S to the S. Welcome to Prince Track by Track, I'm your host Darren, and today we're going to be talking about Seven from Love Symbol, also featured on the Hits 1. Uh, first recorded in December 1990, and then re-recorded um, between September 1991 and March 1992 at Paisley Park, and released on the 13th of October 1992. Uh, though of course there was a single that was released uh, about a month after the album came out, um, though it didn't get to the UK until the 23rd of November, um, you know. And on the track, it is Prince, uh, though there is a sample of another song, which we'll get into when we talk about the track. And the track itself is 5 minutes 13. Joining me to talk about it is Mike Gormley. Hello, Mike. Hi, Darren. Now, for the genre, I feel I feel fairly confident in saying, um, like, a, a ballad, maybe? I don't know. I mean... Kind of a sing-along. Kind of in that area. You know, like a jaunty, churchy sing-along about how all the sinners go to hell. <laughs> yeah, there is... Yeah, there is that. I, I I think it's interesting because obviously, um, you know, up until now, Prince really hadn't sampled stuff. There's actually, I think there's one song on Diamonds and Pearls that contains like a sample of a drum beat. And that's pretty much it. Um, Prince has always been a person who, you know, he has so much music that he's making himself. He doesn't need other people. Uh, but in this, he samples a song called Tramp, uh, which was released in 1967 uh, by uh, Lowell Fulson and Jimmy McCracklin. Um, and the basic kind of beat, if you listen to, to that song, you'd probably recognize it as seven, but slight, just slightly slower. Um, and then it was covered by uh, Otis Redding and Carla Thomas um, for Stax Records the same year. <laughs> so, um, And it actually, I think it managed to uh, peak higher than the original version. Uh, and then it was actually... Uh, covered as the champ the following year which is like a, a reggae version by the mohawks and that song itself has been sampled um i don't know i think by about 400 songs or something like that last count um so yeah and salt and pepper sampled the otis redding and carla thomas version um for a song also called tramp um but yeah so i mean um prince sampling this i mean della soul also sampled this and as did um epmd so you know, it's, it was a popular song for people to sample uh, as either Tramp or later on The Champ. Um, so, you know, obviously for Prince, he's mostly taking the drums uh, so that the kind of the drum loop you would kind of recognize, um, you know, f- from from that song. If you listen to the song, it's on the, it's on uh, YouTube, so it's fairly easy to find. And then over the top of that, Prince put his own guitars um, and obviously, you know, he sang everything. <laughs> um and, you know, there are various versions of this because obviously it was released as a single. Um, there's like a, 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 a kind of, a, I don't know why they call it this, but there's the after six edit and the after six long version, um, which are four minutes, 20 and five minutes, 15. And then there's the, the acoustic version, which is three minutes, 54. Um, and then they have the album edit, which is 423. So I'm not sure what's missing from the album edit. Um, and then, you know, there are, there are various other kind of little remixes that Prince put out there. Um, and They added three seconds, so it's not a weed joke anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and and then, of course, um, 
you know, there's also the song "To Whom It May Concern," which which is on a you know B side on a, on a couple of singles from this album, and um, it's basically just like a kind of a long remix that uses seven as its kind of basis, and then it adds samples from practically every single song off this album on top of that. Um, you know, so I mean, I I I mean, the song itself, I feel like you know, I mostly remember when the song was released. I remember seeing the video a few times um, in various places and, you know, it's a very kind of, I mean, the video is the cover of the albums. <laughs> so um, if you've seen the cover of the album, you know, you've seen what the video is, you know, on the cover of the album, you have, um, you know, the, the kind of Prince and Maite, uh, Prince dressed in black with the, the kind of blindfold thing that he's got going on. Maite dressed all in yellow. Um, Prince playing, you know, with his acoustic guitar in hand and then sitting around them is a circle of, uh, you know, little girls dressed in the same kind of costume that uh, Maite is wearing. And in the video, you also have corresponding mini princes as well, all dressed in the same kind of uh, uh, the same kind of uh, clothes that Prince is wearing and all with the little kind of uh, black lace blindfolds going on as well. Um, but uh, yeah, God, I, I wish I watched this beforehand. <laughs> Sounds amazing. Yeah, you didn't. It's on YouTube, but uh, yeah. So I mean, I I think I think obviously this is one of the you know this is one of the songs where uh, you know Prince has essentially just sampled some drums, put a bit of guitar on the top, and then the main focus is the lyrics. Um, I always thought this was an interesting choice for a you know a single um, because although it's very catchy, you know, and um, you know I've certainly know some people who aren't even Prince fans who kind of remember this song. Um, you know, being like a, you know, a, a relatively successful hit, I should say, you know, like it, I, over here, I think it only kind of got up into the into the kind of 20s. Um, but I think, it, you know, in America, it, it kind of did a little better um, and it kind of charted, uh, you know, relatively well. Um, I think it got to about number seven on the Billboard charts, number you know 61 on the R&B. That's unusual for Prince Rude to chart lower on a specialty chart. You know, and it spent it spent a few weeks over here on the charts. I think six weeks. So you know, not bad for a, a kind of this this era of Prince song. Um, but yeah, so I mean, I feel like we really need to kind of dig down into these lyrics. I mean, um, it starts, of course, with Prince all the way down. Yep. Uh, yeah, it, it starts <laughs> down with... into the fiery maw of these lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> it, it starts with Prince acapella singing, and you know, acapella and multi-tracked singing all seven and we'll watch them fall they stand in the way of love and we will smoke them all with an intellect and a savoir-faire no one in the whole universe will ever compare i am yours now and you are mine and together we'll love through all space and time so don't cry one day all seven will die and then we have the the drums coming in there the little drum sample um, and it's worth saying as well at the end of some of the lines you have some kind of um, some finger symbols being hit uh I, I believe in the video it's it's the impression is that maite is playing those uh, but i'm almost certain that prince wouldn't wouldn't have maite in the studio just to play finger symbols i think he would have just done that himself um but you know it's an interesting opening and then when we get the drums you also get this kind of um like laughter i would say that goes on throughout the song that kind of almost like a sample um you know and you know, I mean, the fact that it says we will smoke them all, it, you know, <laughs> I mean, uh, yep, we will watch them fall, <laughs> count them as they do. 
I don't think Prince likes sinners. <laughs> I think he might have something. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I think. I think the thing is, you know, um, the way he phrases certain words. I mean, the fact that he has savoir faire in there as well. I love that as well. With an intellect and a savoir faire. But when he has the "I am yours now" and "you are mine" and "together we'll love through all space and time," like he splits that up in such a kind of odd way. I mean, it's very kind of singable. Like when you hear it, you can't help but kind of want to sing along with it. But, you know, it's kind of uh, it's kind of interesting. I mean, he does say, so don't cry. One day all seven will die. I mean, I I understand that there are kind of like passages in the book of Revelations and stuff that refer to um, things that come in sevens and stuff like that. So people have felt that that's what this is a reference to, Um, you know. And and the the funny thing is, you know, we've just heard him sing what is effectively kind of like the chorus. And once the kind of the backing comes in, he sings it again. <laughs> he starts all over again yeah. and he starts saying, you know, all seven and we'll watch them fall. And, and but this time with music behind him. So he kind of he kind of just repeats the chorus twice at the very start um, before we get to Don't bore us, you know, repeat the chorus. Yeah. Before we get to the verse. Um, and, you know, Prince says, uh, I saw an angel come down unto me. In her hand she holds the very key. Words of compassion, words of peace. And in the distance, an army's marching feet. But behold, we will watch them fall. And as he says, you know, army's marching feet, we have the one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, uh, which is something common in this song. There's like a little bit of counting going on here and there. Um, and then Prince says, And we lay down on the sand of sea, and before us animosity will stand and decree that we speak not of love, only blasphemy. And in the distance, six others will curse me. But that's all right, for I will watch them fall. And then we get the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So, you know, someone counting. And then we go back to the chorus, um, you know. And earlier we had the alphabet, so. Yes, God, yeah. There, there's probably... There's probably, like, some numerological breakdown of this album somewhere on the internet. <laughs> Just, like, somebody spent five years, like, breaking down every instance of every number. <laughs> like, why is it love to the nines? What does that mean? Yeah. Oh, oh, the... Well, actually, yeah, no, it's interesting you say, yeah, in uh, in the Continental, there is some, there is some uh, you know, someone going through the alphabet as well. Um, which, which actually finishes at G, which, uh, you know, might be, is that the seventh uh, letter? Yep. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. It all links together, had, Michael. We've cracked it. Had to count. Yeah. Had to count on my hand there for a <laughs> second. But... And, and, you yeah. know, after we've had the chorus once more, we come back to, you know, Prince, um, uh, you know, talking about the verse. Now that first verse, obviously, you know, talking about an angel giving Prince the key. And then, you know, there's an army, but it doesn't make any difference because, you know, Prince will kill that army um, or he will watch them fall. At least he's I, he's not saying he's going to take part yeah. himself, at least not in this in the first verse. Um, you know, and of course he talks, you know, of, of we speak not of love, only blasphemy, um, you know. But uh, in the second verse, we get Prince saying, and I will see a, a plague of it and a river of blood and every soul will surely die in spite of. There's seven tears, but do not see it, fear. For in the distance, twelve souls from now, you and me will still be here. We'll still be here. Um, <laughs> and then he, he, I think he, he kind of, it almost sounds like he's going to go back to the chorus, but he doesn't. And then he says, there will be a new city with streets of gold. The young so educated, they never grow old. And there will be no death for every breath. The voice of many colors sings a song that's so bold. Sing it while we watch them fall. 
and then we go to the chorus <laughs> one final time. Yeah, so it's like heavenly, but in kind of a, you know, <laughs> in just a slightly, like, Henry Darger-esque way. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's funny, because obviously, you know... like, oh, this you planet know... of pure children... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I think, I think, obviously, you know, there are kind of uh, obviously biblical references that Prince is using here. Uh, though, obviously, I don't think there's like a, there's no kind of strict, um, you know, like Bible verses or anything that he's kind of quoting. He's just kind of using the imagery, you know, talks of plague and a river of blood. You know, obviously, um, you know, something from uh, I think Exodus uh, when you had the plagues. Um, you know, and obviously he talks about you know. Every evil soul will surely die, um, yeah, <laughs> you know. And you know, there's a new city with streets of gold. Like you said, the young so educated they never grow old. Um, you know, I mean, I think kind of obviously there's lots of ways to kind of interpret what's going on in these lyrics. In the video, it's just Prince and some kids dancing around, so <laughs> they went with that rather than. And actually, in the video, there's Maite balancing a sword on her head and doing some belly dancing. Um, it actually, in fact, it, I say sword. It looks like a scimitar. So obviously, there's um, you know, kind of very specific, uh, you know, like kind of Eastern references. But the the funny thing is, obviously, within the the narrative of the the album, uh, this feels like it's the song that's kind of closest to what Prince was originally going to do. Uh, and obviously, it's worth noting that you know this was one of the earliest songs recorded. You know, December 1990. This is you know, just as Graffiti Bridges come out and we're almost two years later before this song is kind of done, um, you know. And and so it's kind of interesting that this is maybe the kind of genesis of what the the overall story of the album was was meant to be. Um, and I think actually he hadn't even met Maite by, in December 1990. So he didn't meet her until I think early 91. So uh, it's kind of interesting that, the, you know, that he, he started on this song uh, a lot, a lot bef- more before all the other kind of tracks that are on this album, uh, and maybe this is kind of the and they, influence. They for off, the, the, the other story. tracks often feel like they build to it. And yeah, there's you know all the samples from this that are on like "Melt with You," like you know. I want to melt with you. Uh, of course, was the final suggesting it. Yeah, was the final song recorded oh. for the album? Oh, that's so interesting. That, yeah, so that makes sense that that, <laughs> that would be able to sample this song. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you take it as you know a, 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 of a piece with. Um, you know, sacrifice of Victor. Um, you know, maybe not <laughs> three chains of gold. Though I do love three chains of gold. As I get to that episode, I will talk about the ridiculousness of three chains of gold, which I love. Um, but yeah, nah, it feels what ridiculousness. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it, well, I mean, the thing about having a cup of coffee and all that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, you know, like I, I think it's interesting to kind of if you listen to this and you listen to like. Uh, you know, Sacrifice of Victor, Three Chains of Gold, you know, Love to the Nines. There is a, there's a kind of, uh, you know, the, the, the overarching storyline of the album is kind of mostly abandoned in some of the songs. Uh, you know, like, I don't think that the Max has got anything to do with the overall story. Um, but there are like four or five tracks that if you put them together, they do kind of form a narrative. Um, and they do kind of, you know, you would kind of have an idea of what Prince was going for. Uh, you know, with the kind of concept of what would have been the album, uh, but then obviously he just started recording more and more songs, and and they all kind of got muddied a little bit, um, you know. And then you've got like arrogance and the flow. I mean, the flow was recorded for Diamonds and Pearls, so it's just kind of like it, there's no way it can have anything to do with the overall narrative of this album because it was just it was just taken from the previous album, you know. So um, I I think it's kind of interesting that the Prince, you know, he kind of came up with this idea for a narrative. And then basically couldn't really get the songs to fit, um, you know, apart from one or two here or there. And, 
you know the this kind of this idea of a kind of you know uh, the, the kind of the evil people going to hell and you know all this kind of biblical imagery just being in a, a kind of a relatively upbeat ballad you know like that's kind of just like an acoustic ballad yeah. with, with just prince playing his guitar and dancing with these kids i don't know it's, it's for but, me i also it's an interesting contrast you know and an, an interesting move that prince was like yeah this is the next single you know we said my name is prince we've had sexy mf uh you know we even had the morning papers the next song is seven you know like and kind of yeah. just putting that out there and just having people being like you know, I, I've heard so many people kind of, you know, singing the chorus, the whole all seven and we'll watch them fall. Like, they, it sounds like it's very upbeat, but essentially it's about kind of like people dying and stuff. And I always find it quite interesting. It's apocalyptic. It's, But it's, you know, set to this, you know, jaunty little acoustic guitar and it's got like this big gospel-y arrangement. Yeah. But, you know, at the same time, it feels like doom. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, I mean, for me, um, you know, this is one of my favorite songs. I mean, you know, should go without saying because, uh, I mean, it came out as a single. Like, uh, I mean, I got, I got the, the I got symbol for Christmas nineteen ninety two, and this came out as a single. Oh, wow. Like, <laughs> you know, four or five weeks before Christmas, about a month be- before Christmas. So it was in the charts like leading up to Christmas. So by the time I got this album, I already knew, you know, sexy MF. My name is Prince. Um, Morning Papers I think had already been released as well and Seven so like those are the tracks where I was like I know what they sound like you know and obviously the Seven is kind of like in the middle of the second side so to get to it you've kind of got to listen to a few songs before you get there um, so you know and and I mean I don't know I don't know if I can go as high as a five I feel like um, you know I feel like it's a well I think it's a well-loved Prince song and obviously it's quite prominent because it was released as a single but for me, I feel like I can only really go as high as a four. And I think that's only because Prince, you know, is cheating a little and using a sample. You know, if he, he had Michael Bland, he had Michael Bland right there. Yeah, he could have had Michael Bland put down a drum beat and he could have done something with that. But I, I mean, I feel that kind of yeah. takes it away. I mean, you know, Prince rarely sampled anything other than his own songs, um, you know, as kind of seen on 200 Balloons and stuff like that. So. I, I, I kind of feel like he cheated a little bit by using the sample. Even though it was pr- even though that's what everyone else was doing, I prefer Prince not to do what everyone else is doing. So I don't feel I can kind of yeah. go higher than a four out of five. Something that Prince calls out other artists for. Like, I think you owe Nas an apology now, Prince. But, you know, I personally have no problem with you know artists sampling. I don't think he should be as hung up about it as he should. <laughs> or is, but was. But <laughs> I mean, you know, you know, all the plot and et cetera aside, this is, you know, Love Symbol's kind of a weird album. It's feels like him, like, undergoing a sort of a personality crisis. Like, now he's in the 90s and, like, he's not fighting, like, hair metal anymore. He's, like, having to compete with, like, hip-hop and, you know, grunge rock and, you know, it at the same time, like, his, you know, career and you know, relationship with his, you know, record label is all fracturing, and I don't know, it, what I kind of like about this album, it feels like, you know, the sex and religious stuff is there, but it doesn't, it feels like he's not getting what he used to get from it, and it's not, pro, no longer kind of providing him the relief he... What would you say out of five? It's kind of between a four and a five for me. I, like, I like this one, it's one of his better 90s ones to me, but... And, I mean, the thing is as well, is it's not like this is a song that Prince forgot, you know, like, he, he played it, obviously, you know, with, um, 
uh, you know, most of the kind of, um, you know, the stuff from from Symbol when he toured after, you know, 1993, the kind of like Act 1, Act 2 tour that followed that. Um, and then he kind of dropped it for the rest of the decade. But then once he found uh, religion, I say found religion as if he wasn't religious <laughs> before, but, you know, he'd had stuff like the cross and, and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, clearly he'd been religious. But when he became more overtly religious after, you know, becoming a Jehovah's Witness, um, he, you know, he played this song quite regularly throughout the 2000s, um, you know, all the way up until 2010. Then he didn't he didn't really perform it after that, um, you know. So obviously uh, this was a song that, you know, I guess the religious message was one that kind of um, Prince could easily kind of keep in his set, um, you know. Um, although, I, I mean, I think it I don't think the Jehovah's Witnesses kind of um, I mean, I'm not obviously 100 percent on the ins and outs of their religion, but I don't think that they believe in revelations the same way as some of the Christians do. So I don't know that the kind of imagery that he's talking about would really fit um, with, you know, what Jehovah's Witnesses believed. But obviously, you know, he, he had no problem playing the song uh, in the 2000s um, yeah. when he was touring. So, you know, this is this is one of the few songs where you listen to it and you think, well, yeah, by the time you get to Rainbow Children, I can imagine Prince still feeling like the sentiment of Seven is kind of fits with what he's doing. Um, you know, I had a look around on YouTube and various other places. I couldn't find any covers of it, but the thing is, searching for seven doesn't. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, it's it doesn't make it really easy. <laughs> Even searching for seven prints, I mean, it doesn't really make it easy. Oh look, to find Kevin songs. Spacey cover of seven. <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, uh, yeah, I couldn't I couldn't find any notable covers. Let's say I think I found a, cu- a couple of kind of live tribute things after Prince had died. Um, where people kind of had an acoustic guitar and kind of performed it. And I think that's the great thing about this song as well, is obviously, you know, it's it's kind of one of the few Prince songs that if you've got an acoustic guitar and you kind of know the words, then, you know, you can easily perform it. Um, you know, whereas I feel some of the other songs, particularly off this album, if you don't have like a full band with, you know, your own horn section, then you're going to you're going to struggle really. Or, or on later songs, if you don't have like your own gospel choir, then you're not really going to be able to kind of capture the essence of uh, of a lot of the songs. Um, but like I said, I couldn't find any significant covers of it. I feel like this track is, pr- well, if Prince weren't so, you know, terrible with the rights, this is probably one of those songs you would put in, like, a uh, movie trailer, but, like, set to, like, ominous music and, like, this lone, like, female voice off in the distance <laughs> doing it. Yeah, I guess. I, I mean, obviously, obviously Prince's family are a little bit more um free with giving away uh, rights because um, you know, uh, Let's Go Crazy appeared in um, the Kingsman 2, so uh you know which i can't imagine prince would have ever said yes to um so yeah i I mean i i know what you're saying if this was kind of like slowed down and done dramatically then yes it it could easily fit over uh over like a a blockbuster um that's coming out in in the summer infinity war coming out soon yeah um so i feel like we've said as much as we possibly can about seven um so you know let's go to anything that people wish to plug uh let's, let's start with you michael is there anything you wish to plug uh, i'm just at mike wormley at twitter and you can find us on facebook at prince track by track or on twitter at prince podcast or you could email us not sure why you would at prince track by track at gmail.com thanks once more for joining me to talk about this michael thanks for having me back there and otherwise goodbye <laughs>